Hey, drama listeners, Dylan here. Before we jump into today's episode, this week we have Adriana Hicks, who most of you will know from Some Like It Hot, the musical, or probably Six, the original Broadway cast, where she played Catherine of Aragon. As we were chatting, it occurred to me that now we've had four of the original six queens on drama. So Abby Mueller and Andrea Mekasat, I guess we're going to have to get the two of them on the podcast soon. Anyways, this is such a treat of an episode, but I also wanted to tell you that stay tuned to your feed on Friday because Connor and I are going to be dropping a long overdue twins only episode to you, the main feed. There's been so much going on lately. And we've been recording so many fabulous chats that we don't want to stop with those, but we do want to bring you the Twin Talks, which so many of you have been asking where those are. You're going to get your wish on Friday, and y'all aren't even ready for the lineup of Wednesday episodes that we have in store, gag after gag. In the meanwhile, please consider supporting the podcast for just $5 a month. It's patreon.com backslash the drama podcast where you become a member of Drama Plus. There's bonus episodes like those twin talks that I mentioned occurring at least two times a month on there, as well as you join our close friends on Instagram where all of the magic happens. Connor and I are so grateful for the support from those who just listen weekly, who follow us online, and we are not slowing down. So check out all of the the things in the episode notes today. And let's just get on with the show. Press play. Curtain of an hour in. It's time to take the shade and tea to spill. Ooh, drama. Oh, that's a tweet. Did they book? Who got on the option? No, I'm not well. What, what star will we talk to today? Oh, that's a gag, honey. Say no more. Drama. Drama. Welcome to Drama, a podcast that covers theater, pop culture, love, and life. I am Connor McDowell. And I am Dylan McDowell. There is so much going on. There's new, everything going on in the news, movies, TV, all these sorts of things. But we are going to save that for a bonus episode. I think it's it's time that we, we're going to release it on the main feed on Friday. And then, but only half of it. And then the other half will be on our Patreon for anyone who wants to subscribe or hear the rest what of it. What a fun idea. So We've never done that before. Yeah, well, well, it was your idea. So. <laughs> oh, right. Shout out to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're like, wait, Dylan, genius. No, other podcasts will do that. And I'm like, huh, we should we should do it. We should do it. But yeah, let's just yeah. dive in with our guest. I'm so excited. She could not be lovelier already. And through Wi-Fi struggles galore, we're here. On my part, not hers. I need to say that in advance. On your part, not mine as well. Because usually I'm the one that is having major mm-hmm. issues. But anyway, at last, our guest today is the sugary, sweet, yet fierce Adriana Hicks, who currently stars as Sugar in Some Like It Hot on Broadway, the most Tony-nominated musical of 2023. You probably know her powerhouse vocals from creating the role of Catherine of Aragon in Six the Musical in the United States, which she toured and, of course, brought to Broadway as part of the Drama Desk-winning Best Ensemble. She made her Broadway debut in The Color Purple, covering the role of Miss Seeley, as well as playing the role in the Paper Mill Playhouse's 2018 production directed by John Doyle. Lucky audiences have also seen her in Aladdin on Broadway, The Wiz, Sister Act, Legally Blonde, Dirty Dancing, Ragtime, Buddy, The Buddy Holly Story, and even backing up Michael Buble on tour. You also just might know her from the TikTok Ratatuzical, the Macy's Thanksgiving Parade, Tony Awards telecast, or numerous television appearances. We're so happy to have one of Broadway's hottest leading ladies. Please welcome to drama, Adriana, Adriana Hicks. Oh my god. 
gosh, hi. You, that was so sweet. I loved hearing what you wrote out. Oh my gosh, I'm blushing over here. <laughs> oh my goodness, you're so wonderful. It's so nice to meet you. I mentioned beforehand that we've been following your career because we saw you as Celie in The Color Purple in August of 2016, I want to say. Oh my goodness, that seems like such a lifetime ago, but also like yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was it was such a good time and such a transformative time in my life for sure. Oh my God, <sighs> I can't imagine. We'll get into it. We'll definitely get into it. Are you well, Adriana? Oh, I'm so well. Like, well is probably not strong enough to describe it. <laughs> How I'm feeling. <laughs> you know, I no, truly I am. I'm I'm just I'm I'm living living life in the theater and outside of the theater, which is a beautiful balance, I have to say, because sometimes it's it's like, you know, more 80% of the theater or 90, 95% of the theater in life. You're like, I just squeeze into it, you know. But honestly, it's after the amazing season we've had, it's been nice to just kind of get back to a little bit more of me. And I am very well in that place. Uh, I'm so happy. You have the best energy. I'm curious, mm-hmm. does that balance come now that you've been running the show for, you know, six, seven months and you're kind of eased into it? The the big press push of award season has ended or were you able to get there sooner than, than now? No, absolutely. It, it's all encompassing. It's like that. It's like, yeah, it, it's something putting up a new show. And, and even, you know, we've been on this journey for what, over three years now, with the, including pieces of the pandemic and at least I have been with it for three years. I know some people have been with it longer than that for, you know, to go through that process of also originating a role in a different way than I did with six, because that was already done, you know, that was done in London, but also it was very individual and unique for our particular cast. So I got to put, like put my feet in the water with that. And then starting some like it hot, I mean, yeah, and it took a minute to kind of get to this place of just, you know, the wheels are turning. It's a well-oiled machine, but um, like any amazing project that you build from the ground up, that's a part of it. You know, it took about six months. <laughs> and sure. then, yeah, and not to mention, you know, what what's the sense must happen. It's like now we're getting into award season and more shows are opening. We got to keep our show fresh. We got to keep people reminded. It's it's just phases. But my journey with this has been great with just just living and and being present being in the moment with this amazing cast the huge cast it's it's such a great group of people we've been lucky enough to have let's see casey garvin and brian martin on the show and we've had natasha and jay on before the show happened so it's it's the most warm group of people and you're on the poster i mean you're one of the the leading (laughs) ladies of the show it's so crazy what has it been like to step into this show you know, because I, I would say of like the group of six, it was more maybe more shared. What is it mm-hmm. like to be the leading lady of this big mega Broadway musical? Oh my gosh! At one point, it was all of the feelings in like the in the healthiest way. Like <laughs> that's not taken in some kind of way. No. no, but truly in the healthiest way. It was just it was daunting at times, but also so exhilarating and fulfilling and challenging at times, and also like a great time as well. I I always say that I was surrounded by such a beautiful group of cultivators. I mean, I couldn't have asked for a better group of of people to actually shape and mold me into something new while challenging me to be like, Adriana, it's all in you. You have the capability to originate something now that's truly your own. You're a kid in the sandbox (laughs) and you get to make the castle with these amazing people. So that was amazing. And it was also liberating in a sense that I I got to learn who I was 
in the middle of that even more and learn what it means to actually have a voice and people giving me permission in a way to have that voice and be like, hey, what do you think about this? Or like, we're curious about your thoughts on this or like, how would she feel there? Or, and to see it so beautifully done, that really changed my life. It was life-changing in that way. Yeah. And I, and that I could be Adriana like that. Let's talk about that. Just the fact that, you know, there's this iconic name attached to this character. Right. And for me to be who I am, one of a black girl, you know, who's had experiences that living in Texas and living and now living in New York. And, you know, like I've had a number of experiences being this woman and to be able to bring that to the stage and the story shift in that way, but still that name be attached to it. it it's something that I never thought that I would encounter in this career, but thank God that it happened. I'm so thankful to do that. To step yes. into the world of that. Yeah. I mean, that's probably pressure, but I mean, no shade to Marilyn when I say this, because this is a different, mm-hmm. different thing. But once the show gets started and you are in there and you're in your gorgeous costumes and you start singing, I, I forget that yeah, there's this that's template, so good. you know, you, yeah. you created something so miraculous and, and you really, really shine. I know Connor's seen the show twice. I got to see it only once, but earlier in previews, but you are just a revelation on stage. Oh gosh. Thank you. That's very kind of you. And that's so beautiful to hear. Truly. It just warms my heart to hear like that you forget. I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that was, we didn't even know that that was the goal in a way, you know, it's like, we, we use it for, business reasons. It's like, yeah, obviously that's going to be one of the staples of getting people to come out to see a show that, that the movie was very iconic in that way and and featuring her. But to hear that really does warm my heart. Like I'm glad it's like, I get to shine and be myself and not be overshadowed by something that could easily do that. You know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Where do you draw a lot of your inspiration for sugar? Oh my gosh. Oh, that from so many different women and from myself, because it's for a number of reasons. For for one one thing, the fact that she is black and <laughs> it just opened the pool of women that we could glean from, mm-hmm. which was amazing. And to have Mark and Mark and Scott, our lovely gosh, they're just they're just wonderful heroes. Yeah, heroes of musical theater. You know, um, to to first of all get to work with them and for them to say like you know initially, I just learned this from Mark. He initially him and Scott didn't, they didn't want to do the show initially. Cause they were like, we're not trying to recreate another Marilyn Monroe character. But when they found out she, they wanted her to be black, they were like, Oh wait, now we have this pool of women from Lena Horne to Judy Garland, to Josephine Baker, to shoot even, um, gosh, like everyone, Ella Fitzgerald, mm. like it was, it was endless. And now we were able to create songs that were, formulated around me and my essence of who I am as Adriana Lachey Hicks and then and merge you know stormy weather with the man that got away and to make it my own like that that was a beautiful experience to get to do that and oh gosh sorry really quick the question I I don't want to stray away from the oh, question no. can you ask me that question again <laughs> oh yeah oh, oh yeah <laughs> you like, answered it beautifully don't worry no that was, was that like, was a that was amazing insight into I didn't know that about Shaman not really wanting to do it, but I guess that makes sense having just done Smash where it was all about Marilyn, you know. But uh, my question was, where did you take your inspiration for playing Sugar? Yes, and and that was like the first part. So just talking about the beautiful women that we got to glean from and, and Mark and Scott being on the same page with that. And also the inspiration for Sugar really 
really a lot of that came from me as well as far as like her story goes because lo and behold as i'm reading the script and like it's formulating together and how they're wanting to do it different from the movie i realized that this woman is exactly like me granted there are you know other aspects of her i'm like well i don't be you know i don't be outside outside like she'd be outside <laughs> but, <laughs> but <laughs> however the fact that like her heart for movies and how she's just fascinated by the entertainment side of it. And she's like, well, because I have a love for this art and this craft, I want to go pursue it. I am very much that person. And just, I, I've always been like that since I was a kid. So the song, you know, Old Majestic Nickel Matinee, how it's beautifully written to, to actually, you get to peer and you get to peek inside the world of sugar in a m more vulnerable way, a more sincere way other than just the showgirl. And that's probably my favorite song to sing in the show for various reasons. And one of them being like, I just, I get to really be me, which, <laughs> which I mean, I am the entire show, but funnily enough, I, it was hard at first to just be me on stage, which this project has shown me like, it's very important to bring all of who you are to whatever role that you play. I know that this should, this role kind of lined up with me as far as like the heart goes and, you know, she's open, Sugar is open to receiving people as they are, trying to love them where they're at and to encourage them to take up space. Like she's very much me in that sense, but I didn't know that that was going to be one of the hardest things to do was to bring just all of who I am to a character and know that that it fits, it works. Cause you think about character, you think, oh my God, I have to be someone else. <laughs> you know, automatically it's like, I have to be someone else. But the reason why they hire you is because it's you. And that was probably one of the biggest revelations and a paradigm shift for me during putting this role together. Wow. Yeah. I'm sure it's such a vulnerable thing too, to be, mm -hmm. you're, sh yeah. I love that song, the old majestic Nickel Matinee. Uh -huh. It's just beautiful. Yeah, that was my favorite moment yeah. in the in the first. It's in the first yeah. act, right? It is. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, we we said yeah. this earlier. You sing almost every song. I mean, it seems like <laughs> literally every song in the show, and it, it's the first mm -hmm. time we really see Sugar in this different light, and so it's really yeah. beautiful. Yeah, and it was perfect the way that they placed it actually, because initially we had a whole a, a completely different song. It used to be a duet between uh, Christian and I. Oh. And, or, and um, it used to be an up-tempo just to give the fun side of friendship, of friendship developing. But it was such a smart move to actually put that song there because they were trying to do it initially in the second act. Huh. But it, it just made perfect sense to do it. Because at that point, you know, the show is going so fast. It's, <laughs> it's literally a train nonstop. And to have that pause with her... I'm just delighted that I get to do that every night <laughs> and breathe because the first 30 minutes is hard for uh, me. <laughs> it's, like, it's like 11 o'clock numbers early on. It's, it's yes, wild. early on. Uh -huh. I'm like, oh my God, it's so hard. <laughs> Are there any other cut songs from the show that you wish were still in it? That's a really good question. Uh, gosh. Yeah. Well, now I have to think back and you know go back through the archives of what we did because we changed up so many things. But honestly, no, as far as my songs are concerned, no, because it was an upgrade in the best way. Not to say that the, the first original songs that I was singing, like honestly, Right Off the Storm at the end was a very simple song. It used to be, um, uh, what did it used to call it? It was called The Lost and Found. And it was very much that bluesy, she's sad and no big notes, nothing. 
And they chose to switch that to give it a climactic moment before the big, we call it jumble door scene, <laughs> where all the doors are moving everywhere. And, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that is a showstopper. Everybody oh, I talk yes. to about the, the musical, that is like the runaway hit scene. It's yeah. just such a crowd pleaser. Oh my God. Yeah, it's super fun. Like we're, but now we're in a place where we're like, all right, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, but I honestly love how Ride Out the Storm happens right before that to just keep the the energy of the show going. It was a, a great choice. But oh well, maybe if there is a song, honestly, the the duet that I have with Christian okay. um, and the train car scene. Not that I want that to replace Nickel Matinee, but I wish that that was in the show because it was so fun. Mm-hmm. It was just such a cute little thing but it wouldn't fit if we had it in the show now but it was still really a sweet song yeah it's a it's a jam-packed show i mean there are so many Mm -hmm. amazing moments every scene had to like feel like it was just moving like every transition everything everything so i mean it is choreographed slash directed within an inch of its life i mean it's it's an achievement so congrats to you on that you mentioned that you saw so much of sugar in the script and that you know sugar like dreams of the movies and things like that I would say that was Sugar's uh, Ring of Keys moment, which maybe was at the at the ma- Nickel Matt yes. night, you know? Nickel Matt yes. night. Do you feel that you maybe had a moment that, that was like a lights on moment where you realized, oh, I want to pursue a life in the arts or singing or acting, anything like that? We borrow the term from Fun Home Ring of Keys, but apply it more to musical theater. Do you think that you had that moment? I did. I absolutely did. I'll never forget it. I talk about it in every interview, really. Yeah, I've always been a kid that just like, you know, grew up singing in church and like, I knew that I had a voice. I knew that I liked the art of, you know, just, I I didn't know it was called musicals at the time, but I knew it in the form of Disney. It was just like, okay, they sing songs after they do sequence, a, a series of events to lead them to the song. I did not know it was the term musical, but I was fascinated by that. And I was that girl that was in her room either pretending to be Beyonce or pretending <laughs> to be Princess Jasmine I, I lit- or Pocahontas. Like, I was literally that person. Didn't know what to call it. At one point, I wanted to play an instrument, and I did in, in middle school, which helped me learn to read the music. And it wasn't until I got to high school that I saw my very first musical theater production of Guys and Dolls mm. that they did. And that's when the light bulb just clicked on like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do. Again, and I didn't know the term. I, I didn't know the term growing up. I just knew I could sing. I loved to act or portray scenarios and situations through behaviors. And, and I, I had a fascination with music being the outlet of my life to, to like, you know, say things that my emotions were trying to, to describe or, you know, trying to embody or, or just... Yeah, just trying to express. And musical theater was that light for me in, in the form of Guys and Dolls, which I love that musical so much. Uh, it's so good. I was in London recently and I saw their immersive mm. production. Oh, I want to see it so bad. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> if When you get the chance, when you're not, you yes. know, if you take a vacation or something yeah. and you head over there, it is phenomenal. Oh, my God. Wait. It's just great. Yeah. Adriana, were you more drawn to the Adelaide role or the Sarah role? Oh, I like them both, actually. When I first saw it, I can't honestly can't remember. I was just fascinated by, whoa, this is big. This is awesome. But, you know, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't really have the uh, emotional or, you know, honestly, the intellectual maturity to process even character at that point. But I was just like, this is what I'm supposed to do. But um, <laughs> as I got older, I saw a production of it at the Sacramento Music Circus before I did The Wiz there. And fantastic oh, cool. production. I really like Adelaide a lot. I really love her. 
Sarah, she's got, she, I can relate to her a lot more because it's like, okay, there's this structured way of doing life, but then somebody out of the blue comes and just shakes it up. And then she's like, I am this. And that is so me. I could totally yeah. see. I could see you doing either for sure. Yeah, for I sure. love that. Yeah. What's the song that Sarah sings? If I were a bell, is that what it's yeah. called? Yeah. Oh, it's so it's good. good. Oh my gosh. So Actually, when they revived Guys and Dolls, I don't know if it was the '80s. They did the all black cast. Mm-hmm. That version of "If I Were a Bell" is one of the most magically arranged. If, if oh, neither of you I have heard of it, it is so so amazing. Oh, nice. oh my goodness! I, I wonder if it's on Spotify. I don't know, but that, maybe that's my dose of drama. Okay, okay. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so, after you saw Guys and Dolls, when was your first musical that you participated in? I don't know when, but I know the next musical was uh, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. I decided to cool. audition for the show because I was like, oh my gosh, you guys put on productions like that. What's your next production? And um, I don't even know if I was, I, w- I had to have been taking theater at that time just as an elective. And yeah, I just auditioned for it and I got a, the role of the butler and a wife and I got to yes. wear really cool outfits and sing it was it was great it was really lovely yeah the butler gets a solo yeah exactly it was like good job for my first audition you know it was like it was pretty great and I was all over the place I mean I'll never forget that first time singing in front of everyone or performing in front of everyone I didn't know what to do my energy was everywhere it was fantastic I wish I could imitate that for you now but I would be That'd be very embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Only those lucky audiences yes. will forever remember. Yeah, that's uh, that's beautiful. It's it's that kind of energy that maybe you you chase that feeling for a long time or Absolutely. try to remember it. But but if you did were like that at every show, you you wouldn't have the stamina. Yeah, I no, I would not. Thank God for development and technique right. <laughs> skill. <laughs> I'm curious in your resume, you spent a few years in Europe and, and did shows in Germany and Austria. What what kind of led you over there? I did. It was fantastic. My heart for adventure and also like more literally. <laughs> um, I That's so Belle of you. That's very Belle. Yeah. I want adventure in the great life. 100%. <laughs> listen, I was pretending to be her too in my, in my room after school. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, honestly, well, at school, we're, we're so used to... Um, we're used to having like a, a people come in for master classes from Broadway or, or, or anybody who's casting. And it was my junior year at the time at, in college, just fall semester, we were doing rent and um, the head casting director for stage entertainment in Germany, uh, Ralph Shadla, he came to see our show and, and we thought like, you know, okay, this is just, you know, another master class. And he d- at the time, and I think it's still running Lion King, Sister Act, uh, Tarzan and Dirty Dancing were happening overseas at that time. He saw our show Rent, and then the next day there was audition material <laughs> for all of our class. Uh, and we're like, okay, we'll like sing for you. And I got called in for Nala and Lion King, and also um, Colin, Tarzan, and and what else? And Dolores and Sister Act. He asked me to sing these things, put it on tape, and then he went away. That was our probably actually our spring semester. Then for the course of that spring semester into senior year, 
I got callbacks from him. Um, and it was me and four other people in our class, our senior class. And three of us ended up flying over to Europe and auditioning for them because I got callback for, again, like, King, Sister Act, and Tarzan. And then Dirty Dancing was just thrown in at the very end, um, singing Time of My Life. And from there, I, like, I graduated college, went back to do summer stock at Lyric Theater in Oklahoma. And then I got the, the call that I got the job to do Dirty Dancing. They initially wanted me to um, be Dolores in Sister Act, but it's all in German over there. So <laughs> obviously, so <laughs> they're like, you know what, what we're going to do, which I, I truly admire to this day. Cause again, like I said, I've been really blessed to be around amazing cultivators who are very patient with me, very, very understanding of what it means to be a human being in this business and to develop and grow, to get the product that you want, you know, like to get the results that you want. And with that being said, they were like, look, we wanted you to be in Sister Act, but what we're going to do, we're going to put you in Dirty Dancing, be a featured singer so that you can immerse yourself in the culture. We're going to give you a job. We're going to also give you German lessons so you can learn German so that eventually, if you want to stay here, you can get to Dolores because we know that that's what we want for you. And talk about an amazing, yeah, I just feel just uh, uh, really the, the pace of grace. It was just awesome because, again, my heart for adventure. Some people didn't go. You know, there was a person that they really wanted, and he was like, you know what? My heart is not to be overseas and leave my family, and he stayed in mm. the States. But uh, it was for two of them, actually, two guys. And uh, But my best friend, now me and Christina Love, who actually I'm going to brag about her. She actually just finished playing Tina Turner. She was the original Tina Turner in Germany. Um, Tina, oh, my goodness. Yeah, Tina handpicked her, and she – did it for five years. She did it for for three and four years in London, and now she, uh, or sorry, four years in Germany. Then went to London for the last nine months, and then she finished. So shout out to my girl. She's really great. Oh my gosh, she deserves to to rest. Yeah, she now does. She's on a, a sabbatical. Lot. Yeah, she's on a sabbatical. <laughs> yeah. um, but we both went over. We ended up getting the job to Dirty Dancing, and and we we lived there. Uh, I was over there overseas at least for three and a half years, and Broadway even came to me from that place. I I did Dirty Dancing, tried to audition for Dolores the next year, didn't get it because my German was still what it was, but there was a call for Legally Blonde, the first German production of Legally Blonde in Vienna, Austria. And then I went to Austria. I ended up getting the job playing the judge and covering Kalar. And uh. it was it was fantastic. <laughs> um, got to meet Jerry Mitchell. That was like Broadway coming to me at that point. It was fantastic. Then after that, I auditioned for Sister Act and I finally got the job. So it was, yes. yeah, it was, <laughs> it was great. It was um, a beautiful learning experience for, you know, this, this little black girl never thought that she would be speaking another language and performing in German. And also I could go to Paris in the morning and come back and do a show at night. Like it was just insane. <laughs> uh, it's yeah. another world over yeah, there. Yeah, a different world. <laughs> Now, we mentioned this to you, and I can't remember if it was before we hit record or if we were already chatting on the episode, but we got to see you <laughs> play Seelie in The Color Purple. This was in, like, August 2016. Heather Headley was in it, and, mm-hmm. oh, my God, what a magical production that was. Just Yeah, it was fantastic. Ugh, did you get to go on a lot for Seelie? I did. I went on a lot more than I was expecting to. Um, and <laughs> But what was cool, it was a great position to be in to be a swing because I got to have rehearsals with all the incoming shugs, you know, yeah. firsthand. Yeah. I was the first person to meet them. And when I tell you how to talk about 
an, a sister, mm. someone who is just, just genuine and heart, a mother, like to in a mother figure and just, just freaking amazing at what she does. Talk about a woman with skill. So at the first rehearsal that we had, <laughs> and I'm meeting her, I'm like, oh my God, like, you know, trying not to fangirl. We're, you know, it's the bathtub scene with her. And that's our first scene that we work together. And she, she like looks over at me. I was like, oh my God, Nala. Like I was trying, <laughs> I, was, I was like, Nala's in the room. I, it's like every part of my being to not freak out and be like, I am literally in the room with a, a, um, an iconic woman in Broadway. Mm-hmm. And, and she was just lovely. Absolutely lovely. Oh my God. That's so cool. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The two of you had great chemistry yeah. and, and that, that night. I mean, it was, it was, the audience was electric. I don't know if it was like this at every show, but uh-huh. people were on their feet by oh, on here. Like it was just amazing. That's was, awesome. Thank you. I'm mm-hmm. glad you saw that, that, at least that show. I was like, <laughs> it wasn't, it well, was, was a tough position to be in because oh, Cynthia won goodness. the Tony. There was a lot of buzz. Yeah. I mean, I remember I was like, oh, she's out. Like, I don't know who this is, but you know, we yeah. were going to exchange our tickets, you know? Yeah. It was, but you blew it out of the water. I mean, it Thank was amazing. You. Thank you. Yeah, it was it was a challenging thing, but again, it was just all a setup for where I am today, which I'm super I'm super grateful for, and and I, I really am. I'm I have just around amazing people. I mean, hot dinner for holiday. I, it, you know, oh, yes. like it's just like oh, yes. What for that to be my first Broadway experience? For Hudson, even like she's a sister. Like it was just. You know, had all the dream girls there. <laughs> I know. Oh, my gosh. Literally every one of them. Yeah. No, I heard that you met Casey Nicola through auditioning for Dream Girls when it was there was talk of it coming to Broadway, um, which hopefully it will eventually. But what time were you Dina? Was that going to be your, your role or Laurel? Yeah, they, they initially tried to call me in for Dina. Okay. Um, and that was back. I got called in twice for that. I got called in um, for Dina initially when I was doing The Color Purple. And then years later, which actually was the stepping stone or the, the door for some like it hot, that's when he did mm-hmm. his recent, you know, auditions that I got called in for Dina and then I got called in for Pharrell and then I got called in for Laurel and then I got called in for Effie. I, oh. I got called in for all three of those. Wow. And, and, uh, <laughs> and Casey was like, <laughs> Casey was like, it's so funny because you're like a hybrid of all three, but these women have to be very specific. Mm-hmm. You know, they're very specific. And I just was like a somewhat of a mix of all three of these women, but never fully one person, um, which mm-hmm. I'm okay with. I love the show so much, but <sighs> talk about, you know, having to have a some stamina to, to sing these roles every single night, which I'm up for the challenge, but also it's like, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean... I it's yeah, I know I don't that's know remarkable. Yeah. That's so cool. Maybe yeah. one day, maybe one day, maybe a concert or something. Yeah, maybe we'll a concert. I'll do a concert, <laughs> but eight shows a week, I'm like, man, that is um impressive. I honor these women. Yeah. Now speaking of doing like a concert, six is this straight through I forget how long the actual show is, but you girls are on stage the entire time and you're I think you're singing in all the songs, right? Yes. How did you do that? I mean, that is stamina, that is <laughs> crazy yeah. yeah i like to say jesus i have no you know honestly i i mean it literally was grace because and, and also the support of the girls like uh, that group of women was a, a once in a lifetime experience i think and i you know i've been really fortunate to do these women empowerment shows and you know from sister act 
do. Like yeah. even the color purple and you know, there's just like just a heavy the heavy focus being women, but nothing like six and what got us through it was each other truly and just taking because talk about an adventure that was something that i never thought that i would experience in musical theater i don't know if you remember back in the early part of the interview i told you i liked i was i wasn't kidding when i said i pretend to be beyonce in my room yes every night (laughs) with her very first concert live at wembley her first solo concert i took that dvd and me and my cousin we would just imitate her and then you know flash forward however many years it's like it's like I never thought that musical theater would come up with the concept of a hybrid of a concert and a musical experience. And right. it's like, well, guys, I've been doing this my whole life. I get you not. The, the audition for the show was fantastic. It was probably one of the funnest things I ever did. Because I was like, guys, I know how to do this. I've been practicing this since I was a kid. It's like, are you kidding me? And then they should put on Freakum Dress as like a little extra uh, Freakum Dress by Beyonce, a little extra, mm-hmm. you know, audition dance thing that we could do to just show our personality. Carrie, I love her. Our choreographer is really great. She, uh, We did that and it, it was like I was a different person. I just had so much fun doing it. And that's how it was every single night. But the fact that the, and the audience really helped that to, to step into this world of what it means to have like fans, like real diehard fans, like cult followings. It was it was a blast for all of us, but also a very, very real experience <laughs> mm-hmm. in your face experience. Oh, for sure. I think you're the fourth of that original six we've gotten the chance to chat with. And I love uh, that you all remember something different and specific. I, I, I'm curious, because I think when we were talking to Anna, she said that she wasn't sure which queen she wanted to be or they weren't sure where they wanted to place her. I mean, obviously, Catherine is more Beyonce coded. That's her queen inspiration, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was there any other ones that you were drawn to or... Oh, absolutely. I, I loved Cleves and I loved uh, Seymour as well. And those were the three roles that I were actually I was a callback for was Catherine, Aragon, Cleves, and Seymour. And uh, yeah, if I could play anybody else, I would love to try Seymour and be like, how, you know, just like show my yeah. little, my sweet, quirky side, I guess. Uh, I have so many sides, but that's the thing about this show. <laughs> I, I, I loved it. It was so, it's so empowering because it really just was a picture of you know, you can't compartmentalize a human being and a woman. Like, you you just can't. We're so multifaceted. And we would always say, you know, one day I felt like I was a Cleese that day. Or I actually felt really in my skin as a Catherine of Aragon that day. Or I felt like I'm really feeling more of a, a par. Or, I'm, a, you know, we would switch mm-hmm. every day mentally, physically, based off of our day. But what an empowering show to be a part of. To be able to see your humanity in that way. I mean, that album is just electric. <laughs> yeah, I'm so proud of us. Oh my gosh, we did that. You did so that, proud. yes. And such an amazing performance at the Tonys, too. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> gosh, that's right. That was so crazy. I've now done Tony Awards in three different locations when I think about it. The first one oh. was the, the, the Beekman Beach, Theater. Is that what? Oh, oh yeah, that's gosh. right. Right, yes. it was during the Color Purple. Mm-hmm. And then we finally got to Radio City Music Hall, which I was so hoping that I, in my career I would be able to perform there. And mm-hmm. six happened to be that place. And now it's like we get to, yeah, this year was different. It, it's, it's just such a, a blessing. My God, I'm, I'm, gosh, I'm super thankful. I feel like you've gotten to do so many cool things in the theater space. What's your next dream? You know, hopefully Some Like It Hot runs forever. But <laughs> what would you, what's like the next thing on your list that you'd love to happen for you? Again, I'm very much like Sugar. I want to be in film and television. 
I really do. I would love to dive into that. I want to do everything, really. <laughs> I'm a little overly ambitious, but also know that, like, girl, you tired. Go sit down. Like, <laughs> but, um, like, voiceovers and, and film and television, for sure. That's, like, my next pursuit. I love it. I just love that, that art and that craft. But it's also a very different beast. I just got actually done taking an amazing class that taught me so much about the movie picture business that just ignited my fire even more. So that's what I would hope to start to, to start uh, experiencing that more. I see it all for you, Adriana. You know, there, there is, you know, on the Disney theme, they're talking about turning some of the animated movies into live action ones. They're saying Princess and the Frog. I mean, Tiana, the movie has problems. There's problems with the movie and the Mm -hmm. portrayal of the being the only black Disney princess in in this, in those movies, a frog, but maybe a new black Disney princess out there that you could. Right. That would be amazing. Every it's funny because people say that every time they see the show, they see something like a hat. They're like, "Oh my god, you came out in the green dress!" And I was like, "Tiana," or even you know, just even before that, they're like, "We can totally see you as that." I was like, "That would be freaking amazing!" And if that happens, if the opportunity presents itself, I will come back on this podcast and talk to you guys about it. Listen, it's, it's, it's so it is written. So it is written. Yes, yes. Uh, oh my god, that would be amazing. You're so sweet. We have loved this conversation. Before we wrap it up, we do like to share a dose of drama, something that's been on our minds, something we want to share with the listeners to go out in the world and consume or think about. And I'm trying to think of what mine should be today. Dylan, do you have one to start? Yeah. Okay. I know that, Connor, you're not a scary movie person. Adriana, based on your energy, I don't think no. you like horror movies. <laughs> I'm just making it so Okay. This is from any listeners who might like horror. There's a movie out right now called talk to me i'm not going to explain the plot at all because it's convoluted it is probably the scariest movie i've ever seen in, oh, in, in wow. recent years that's my dose of drama it was so scary i couldn't sleep and that has only happened to me one other time in my life where i couldn't sleep oh, after watching a scary wow. movie, so. i would Very not scary. do well i would not okay nope i i i am <laughs> such a chicken <laughs> but it's weird because i like like gory stuff or like i can do psychological thrillers all of that but yeah, like it's something about certain scary movies I can't do. Oh, I was like this. I was like watching. Oh, wow. like, it was or like looking down, like <laughs> yeah, kind of, like, look up, and I'm like, oh, you know, I'm you. in the theater, so I can't like be on my phone or anything. Oh my god, yeah, crazy. <laughs> Connor, do you have a dose for us? I do. Well, my. This, I guess this is drama because I feel like I'm reliving my past in a way because I've been absolutely obsessed with Soul Cycle again. It, like it's 20, oh, like it's 2017, oh. 2018 all over, but it's weird how things like come back into your life. But I, I truly feel like I am obsessed again. And it's sad because I have to get foot surgery in the next couple months. I'll be not able to ride anymore, but it's all good. Adriana Connor used to work at SoulCycle oh, yeah. for years oh, and years. Okay. So, so yeah, so he's like, he's oh, reliving no. his old uh, part time hustle. I am. I love. I'm it. trying to relive my mid twenties <laughs> unsuccessfully, but anyway, I'm obsessed um, with it. Anyway, Adriana, do, do you have a dose of drama to send us home with today? Oh my gosh, I'm sitting here trying to think if I do because it's so hard. <laughs> my dose of drama. I, I've just been really more fascinated by the the art of of filmmaking and all that. I just took it. Yeah, I just I just took an amazing class. Like I said, I'm not necessarily allowed to say who I took it from. It's like a, okay, a yeah. I don't know. It's I think it's like a confidential thing of just that's cool. Don't post on social media who you're with right now. Just like just chill and blah, blah, blah. so it's like. Ooh, what's that about? You know, yeah. but but I can say that the, the teacher I was taught from is absolutely amazing, and to to just like 
have a new vision for what it means to be an actress in the field of film and television was so precious to me and just just liberating and being like oh my gosh just go in there and have fun so that's my i guess drama but also maybe i can say this too i've just got I've, i'm now um, obsessed with coffee i didn't used to be obsessed with coffee like that but here we are i have a keurig now in my house now you get it right now you yes, understand the crazy I people <laughs> I welcome to the dark side yes i need a cup of coffee right now actually so Oh, it's going to be great. <laughs> oh my God. I know. Thank you for doing this. I know it's morning time. No, it's like, you're good. Listen, we have had so much fun with you today. Thank you for doing our show and just giving us so many wonderful little nuggets of wisdom and from your wonderful time sharing your talents with us over the years. Thank you. And thank you for having me. You guys are, you're really awesome. And thank you for having this platform for us to just bring the drama, bring ourselves. Yeah. Love yes. It. Oh my God. I love the way you said that. Connor, where can everyone find Adriana? Miss Adriana Hicks is your Instagram. You're not on Twitter. I'm not on Twitter. Mm-hmm. No, or this. No. Yep. And while everyone's following you, they need to make sure to follow us at the drama podcast i'm at connor mcdowell dylan's at dylan mcdowell that's right thank you again adrian i have a wonderful show tonight and connor i will see you next time drama, drama.